it's been there since the foundation of the world. Reshaping man's thoughts and ideas of life and redirecting man's pursuit in life to fit its agenda. It's a matter of these guys working through men endlessly using every way to hinder the advancement of the kingdom of God. It's Mammon, the spirit behind money. Charles and Susan Opio in their book Unmasking Mammon help their readers unmask this deadly spirit and embark on a journey back to the Father. Unmasking Mammon is a must read. Now available on Amazon and on order at cyruscom254 at gmail.com for physical copies. Grab your copy today and start off your journey to overcoming the spirit of mammon. Unmasking Mammon by Charles and Susan Opio. Hello and welcome to the Cyrus community. This is Business Unusual, the platform where we talk matters, kingdom, business, reformation. And of course, in this season, we are talking to the believer in the market. Place. And you are saying that in the marketplace, you need to take your space and you need to bring these matters of the kingdom into your environment to advance the kingdom of God. Now, we've been talking about wealth transfer and we said that wealth transfer is done through wisdom, knowledge and joy. That when we talk about the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just, we are saying that the just must have wisdom and knowledge because it is through wisdom and knowledge that you will have systems that will be the tools of the transfer of wealth. So when you talk about wisdom and knowledge, I think today we are going to ask a question. How do we acquire wisdom and knowledge? Because if this is what we need yes. to get the transfer of wealth to move, yes. then we need to know how do how we acquire, do we acquire this. this? Yes. And, and I, I kind of want to show that this has been a pattern in scripture. And even the apostles in the New Testament understood this model, and specifically Paul, because Paul dealt strategically, surprise, in the mm. marketplace. Mm. Yes. Paul, the, the majority of what we know about Paul in terms of some of our most common issues, things we call like spiritual warfare, even the whole idea of the fivefold, were all written to people in the marketplace, mm. the Ephesians. Ephesus was the center of economic, commerce, and business. So that tells you this was a structure. Now Paul, with those believers in that place, decides to pray for them. And let's draw a line from that prayer mm. and see what is Paul praying for these guys who are strategically already in the market space. Mm. What would be his prayer? If it was us today, what would we have prayed for? Yet Paul prayed in a very specific manner to show you that this was a clear-cut understanding he had on how to operate there. Ephesians 1.17 do not now this is a, yeah, a, it's a continuation okay? from yes do not cease to play, to give thanks for you making mention of you in my prayers that the god of our lord jesus christ the father of glory may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him interesting paul is talking to these people and he says he does not cease to pray for them and he does not cease to make mention of them what is the mention he makes of them in mm. his prayers? Yes. That God may give them the spirit of wisdom, revelation, and knowledge. These are marketplace people. I mean, if, if it was us, what would you expect? You'd have expected Paul to pray for their business to be blessed. Mm. What does that mean? For their business to flourish. What does that mean? For their business to increase. But he knew exactly what was needed. Mm. Wisdom? So, wisdom, 
and revelation mm -hmm. in the knowledge of him. That's the key. He says that is the key to you. If you go on, please go to that uh, uh, prayer in Ephesians 1 and we can go through all of it, but see it now from the context of who was being prayed so for. So if you're talking about the marketplace believers, yes. the marketplace believers yes. are people who are out there and saying, yes. we're not just praying, No. all right? We're not just working. Yes. We're not just moving. Yes. These are our people who are on a journey. And they're saying that there's a destination. Yes. What's our destination? Advancement of the kingdom of That's God it. in the earth. Yes. That's what we want to see. Yes. Now, if you look at that prayer, he says yes. that I'm praying for you, that God may give to you the yes. spirit of wisdom. There you go. There's something called the spirit of wisdom for you who is going to the market space. There you go. There's something called the spirit of of wisdom yes now we said that when you talk about the spirit of wisdom yes. god will give you the spirit of wisdom yes. but in when it lands in you yes it and is manifested you, as and actions. you embrace it yes it becomes an action exactly all right exactly. but now it's so interesting that he says that and the revelation in the knowledge of him there of who go. of god yes revelation in the knowledge of god because yes. if you know god as you step out into the marketplace yes. and you have an understanding of who god is yes. who the father is then i'm telling you there's a way you'll carry yourself and heaven will have found a habitation in you there you go you become an extension yes. of heaven in the earth because when you have the knowledge of him you know yes. his intents mm -hmm. you know his strategy yes you know his ways yes and that's the key to this. To the marketplace. Yes. So, so you have to go and understand Ephesus. Please go and check historically. Ephesus was the crossroads of commerce. Mm. Ephesus today would have been our what? Either our New York or our Shanghai or mm. our those major market intersections for global commerce. That gives us an understanding yes. of why Paul. Why would Paul pray this pray. prayer? Yes. And what was the function there? Mm -hmm. So, the question we started with is how do we acquire this knowledge? He mm. prayed that God gives you this knowledge. And wisdom, yes. Wisdom. How is this knowledge then acquired? Because God can send <laughs> it. There must be a way he sends it. Mm -hmm. Because, listen, let's be honest. Not everybody knows per se the clear, audible voice of God. Yes. Not everybody. Not everybody can tell you God told me. You can think he did, and you can only know if he did if the outcome was equal to what he said. It's true. So the debate is not, I had God. The debate is the action I took when I had God. Here's the proof that I had God. Mm. All right? So we're going to deal with something then of how to acquire this. Something we choose in this context to call the principle of seed and bread. The principle of seed and bread, the key to acquiring wealth. The principle of seed and bread. Mm. To understand this concept, we must first refer to one of our core scriptures as a community. Our favorite scripture, <laughs> yes. Matthew 4.4. 4. I think anytime we talk of Matthew 4.4, 4, anyone knows. Now, yes. and again, yeah. as we continue the conversations, yes. now you understand, the reason we keep telling you, get over a word, get over an instruction, get a proceeding yes. word. The reason we say that, Matthew 4.4, yeah. 4, this one I don't even have to read. Yes. <laughs> when Jesus <laughs> is talking and saying, man shall not live by bread alone, yes. but by every word that mm. proceeds from the mouth of God. There you go. That's one scripture yes. that you should always have and say, wait, yes. it's Jesus talking. Aha. It is the creator talking. Yes. And he said, man, let us create man in our image mm -hmm. after our likeness. Yes. That man cannot live on bread alone. Aha. That kind of man that we are creating should be living on the word that proceeds from the mouth of oh, God. God. Now, a question arises, and this is one question that people have been asking. It's true. Mm -hmm. I want to live on the word. Yes. How? 
Yes. That's what we're talking about. That's what we are. Now, That's what we're talking now, about. This, this scripture by implication mm-hmm. clarifies something important. It clarifies that while we do need bread, because it admitted man cannot live by bread alone, alone yeah. so bread is required. But the truth is that the primary thing we need is the proceeding word. Mm. So man shall not live by bread alone, yes. but by every word. Meaning the proceeding word literally can produce the bread. Yes. So if you live by bread alone, you are limited. And also, again, maybe today we are going to talk about this because we've yes. talked about this before, yes. about the proceeding word. Yes. When we say that man shall live by the proceeding word that proceeds from the mouth of God, yes. this man is in the earth. In the earth, Jesus is telling you, this man who lives in the earth yeah. does not live by money, mm-hmm. does not live by bread alone, does not live by just prayer and fasting, Mm. this man lives by something called the proceeding Mm -hmm. word. So the proceeding word becomes your heartbeat. Mm -hmm. Your proceeding word becomes your DNA. Your proceeding word becomes what informs your movement. You live by the proceeding word. And of course, by the time we finish, I'm sure they'll have understood more of what that means. Maybe let me add to that, that the man being described here may not be who we are currently. Mm. You have to become that man. Yeah. In other words, he's telling you the quality of life <laughs> that man should live by yes. according to God's original pattern and plan is one who lives by the proceeding word. So if I come to this place where I live by the proceeding word, Thank you. I become a totally different person exactly. from who I was because now I'm in the earth, grounded here, but I am living from another realm. Yes. But from, from this realm, I pull down the proceeding word into exactly. my realm and that is how I operate exactly. here. Now, I will not do that by sitting and saying, first of all, I don't know God. I don't know his word. I don't know how to pull down this pro- proceeding yes, one. Yes. That's why you say it. Yeah. The current person who you are might not be the one Jesus is addressing. Exactly. Here. So yeah. when he says man. Yes, but he intends you. Because mm. God always speaks from his dimension of who you are, not who you've become. Mm. Yes. So when Jesus says man, he's not talking about fallen man. Mm. Not talking about cases. He's, in fact, this conversation is between him and the devil. And the devil is querying him. Mm. So he's telling you, listen, I live by another dynamic. Yes. I live on a dimension higher than your... your remember the offer was bread. Mm-hmm. Turn these stones into bread. Yes. So he's basically saying, listen, there's a level at which you will turn stones into bread. Mm. That's the hard root. There's another level where you will produce bread. Mm. It's a higher root. Okay, wait. There's a place <laughs> where you take stones and turn them into bread. Yes. That's the harder root. That's the harder there's root. There's another root where you take the word of God yes. which will produce bread. That's the principle. Guys, there's something we call walking in rest yes. and walking in toil. There you go. And this is something that any believer should sit down, meditate on and ask themselves, seriously, would I want to continue my life the way it is Walking in toil, where you are permanently trying to turn bread, or rather stone, into bread. Into bread. Do yes. you want to live that kind of life? Yes. You know? That's the seriousness yeah. of it. Now, let's examine a scripture that deals with these two dynamics together. Yeah. And then we will expand that and see how far it goes. But we want to see the connection between seed, bread, and word. Mm. Because we, we, we are making a claim. Okay. We are saying man shall not live by bread alone, yes. but by every But we are saying the concept we're discussing today is seed and bread. And let me just extrapolate for a minute Mm. that in the parable of the sower, Jesus clearly states the seed is the word. Yes. Okay? So let's settle that the seed is the word. But let's look at the context in which they interact together. And what does the scripture say? What is the connection again between the word 
seed and, and bread. bread. Isaiah 55:10 to 11. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven and do not return there but water the earth and make it bring forth and bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth it shall not return to me void but it shall accomplish what i please and it shall prosper in the thing for which i sent it so let's look at two dynamics in the first dynamic god is giving us what is called a metaphor okay something tangible you can look at and extract Mm -hmm. a powerful truth from yes so that you can now then connect it Mm. to his word Mm. okay so in this scripture that we've read are two powerful truths that we want to look at the fact is that the first one is that god is using nature to extract from us principles that are immutable Mm -hmm. so the truth is the principles we are being given are what immutable they are unchangeable Mm. the nature principle is unchangeable and the word principle is unchangeable Mm -hmm. okay so once we understand that now let's look at them in context he uses rain and snow and he uses them as a metaphor for the word Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. and what does he say about rain and snow they water the earth notice causing it Mm -hmm. to bring forth seed for the sower and bread for the eater of food listen the word falls on the earth and causes it to produce seed so it's interesting that that same word takes a form in the earth called seed causes it to produce seed that means it is seed that we are looking for okay and it can also create bread so let's stay with that so two things are produced here okay yes we talk about rain yes and snow yes this is something we know mm-hmm. go outside when it's raining mm-hmm. look at that rain and tell yourself as it comes from heaven yes and hits the earth yes that's the same way the word of god comes mm. the word of god comes from where you cannot see yes. to where you can see uh-huh. but when it comes to where you can see mm. it causes something to happen here that you can touch exactly so if the word of god comes the word of god is coming so that it can produce for you yes. what you can touch there you let's go. go back again yes the word of god comes where, from where you cannot see mm-hmm. it hits where you can see yes it causes something to be produced in the place mm-hmm. where you can see mm-hmm. and whatever is produced yes. you can touch there you go notice the word of god becomes now comes from the unseen mm-hmm. into the seen and it comes to a place where it becomes there a reality that we can touch yes. and operate and interact with. Perfect. Yes. Now, interesting thing happens. We can go back to Genesis and see the same story. Okay. God speaks mm-hmm. and the earth brings forth plants. Yes. Each plant is both seed and bread. Mm-hmm. So the word always does that. Seed Get and bread. That seed and bread. Okay. It says my word and it causes mm. seed to bring forth seed and it also produces Bread, bread or food mm-hmm. it does both that tells us that when the word comes to us we will either it will either activate two behaviors mm-hmm. in us we will respond in one of two behaviors because of what the word produces mm-hmm. listen carefully okay the word is producing two things seed seed bread okay okay there are people here who can respond in two ways mm. eat or a plant. Mm, mm. The word of God comes 
It produces two realities. Yes. You can choose or to exactly. work in one or both. Or both. Okay. But okay. what we end up having yes. is that it, when the word comes, if you see the seed in the word, hmm. what do you become? A producer, a manufacturer, a developer. That's what we call the sower. The sower. Okay. If you see only bread, bread, you become a consumer. Hmm. You become an eater. Hmm. You become a user. Hmm. The so buyer. That's it. <laughs> okay, <the> wait. Because <laughs> that is where we are going today. Yes. Talking about two things. Yes. The word of God comes. The word of God produces. It does. But it produces two things. Yes. It produces seed to the sower mm -hmm. and bread for food. Yes. So these two things, to you now the listener, if you're listening to this conversation, mm -hmm. what up to this point, what has the word been producing for you? Exactly. Now let's or what have you been looking for, for when you hear word. a word? Okay, ask her that again. Yes. What have you been looking for? Yes. What have you been expecting? Mm. What have, has your faith been connected to mm. when a word comes to so you? So when we go to church, yes. when we pray, mm. what are we praying for? Do you notice now if you go back to church, and that's why God is calling us from church yes. to kingdom. Yes. That's why we are coming away from, coming out of this thing called the king, the church believer in the marketplace yes. to the kingdom believer in the market space. Yes. The marketplace is where somebody is coming in and they're looking for bread. There you go. And when you get bread, I love what you said. You yes. become an eater, yeah, a, a consumer. consumer. You become the buyer, not yes. the seller. Yes. But when you see the word and you go to God and say, I'm looking for seed. Yes. I want this word of God to become seed to me. I'll become a manufacturer. Yes, producer. Producer. You'll become the, the, the guy who increases developer. Mm -hmm. Those are all terms of people who operate with seed. Two people listening to the same word. Same word. Okay. So you come into a word, into a meeting. You come into a, a place where the word is being spoken powerfully. And all you walk away with is bread. Mm. Mm. What does that mean? You'll need another word and another meeting and another to keep having So when you talk bread. about the bread here and you talk about the eater, we say yes. bread for food. Yes. We're talking about when you look at food today, your food doesn't have seed. Exactly. Your food is for you to eat yes. and get full. That's it. The Bible talks about when you That's get your into miracle. the land, That's you breakthrough. will eat yeah. and you'll be full. full. So God is not saying you don't need bread. He tells you, the land I'm taking you to, when you enter and you have eaten yes. and you're full, there's yes. a place for food. Then but that's says, not the destination. Then he also says, yeah? and have built houses. So you're supposed to be putting it in two dimensions. Mm, and lived in them, yes. And lived in them, beautiful houses. And you, everything you have has increased. Go Do you see, seed. when you look at that scripture of the land you're entering into, mm. God is talking about bread and seed. Yes. The word that takes you in carries both dynamics. Mm. Yes. Right? Yes. But many of us, what is the only word we want to receive? Bread. Bread. Side. bread. So, this whole story, Isaiah is equating it to the word of God. He's telling you this is exactly how the word of God comes. Mm -hmm. Every time it comes, it produces both dynamics. Okay. Now, let's, <laughs> let's you know when you say... Usually there's this, if you're watching uh, from uh, outside of Kenya, yeah. there's something in Kenya we say, mm. please take a stool, yeah. let's sit. Let's meet. Meaning, here we are here to sit. It's like call yeah. yourself I into a boardroom meeting. On, put on your think tank. <laughs> think on it, put on your think tank. Thinking uh, hats. Cup. Yeah. Yes. Now, let's talk about the word mm -hmm. coming in as food or yes. me yeah. going into the spiritual realm yes. to look for the word of God yes. but for food. Exactly. Let's talk about this belief. This is the thing. Yes. So, take any scenario. 
is the problem rent? What do you want? Rent to be paid, bread. Mm. Mm. Okay? Yes. Fees to be paid, bread. Bread. Okay? Mm. Um, debt to be cleared, bread. Bread. You know, sickness to be healed, bread. Mm. In fact, the Samaritan woman was right. I know healing is bread for the... Jesus told him, healing is bread for the children. Mm. Bread. Please notice the problem. Mm. Even the Samaritan woman has access to bread. So, God is saying, listen, this is healing yes. is bread. bread. Health is seed. There you go. Do we ever go and pray to God that, listen... I want to stay healthy. I want to stay. There's another life. Yeah. There's a life of God. Yes. We are not going for that. In fact, now we are joining the world in saying, yes. who says you can stay forever without there getting you go. sick. There you what go. are we doing? We are saying that, listen, even if I get sick, he's the healer. So I want to live in this bread realm. There you go. So that is also that. And so we're talking about for users. A miracle. Yes. All right? Yes. In a miracle, Jesus multiplied bread. Not bread. seed. Not seed. <laughs> so when the word of God comes, you're looking for food yes. to eat. Yes. When you eat today, you will eat tomorrow. It there is so bad that if you live on the realm of eating, that if you eat breakfast, you still eat lunch and you still eat dinner. And you're like, okay, wait, this is in one day. I've eaten three times. Meaning, what are we saying? That whenever bread comes, the bread comes to be, consumed. Consumed, to be consumed. Yeah. This is also the mentality of the user. Exactly. This is the mentality of a client or exactly. a buyer. Exactly. You know? And wealth is never in the hands of consumers. Mm. Mm. Never. So when you're talking about power to create wealth. Wealth is in the hand of producers. <laughs> okay. Then let's Always. talk about the producers. When you yes. talk about seed. Yes. Okay. If I'm the believer yeah. now looking for seed. Okay. Now to do that, I want to look at how Paul pulls the same scripture in Corinthians 9 and quoting this scripture or rather making reference to it, he kind of expands our insight to answer what you're asking about yes. the producer. Mm -hmm. Alright, 2 Corinthians 9.10 Now he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. Here is the interesting part. He who supplies seed to, to the, the sower and bread for food. Let's go back to Isaiah. For the word, my, my, my word is like rain, rain. that does what? Waters the, earth. waters the earth and produces seed, seed for the sower and bread for the eater. Now, Paul is declaring a blessing and saying, may he who does that, who? The one who gave you the word. Mm. Who supplies mm -hmm. seed to the sow and bread for food. So he's agreeing that is already done. Yes. But he's giving you another level. Mm -hmm. May he also supply and increase your store of, of seed. seed, not of bread. Mm. So people who produce have their store of seed Increase. Let's talk about that. First of all, <laughs> when you talk about may he increase the store, not store. your seed. The store. The seed. Because the word yes. is there already. Yes. But the storage is a problem. Yes. You have the seed, you have the word. If I keep bringing like rain, if I keep raining, raining the word, and you do you not have storage, what happens? You even now end up having even floods, floods yes. which are now coming to. Yes. So we are talking about God saying, listen, not only will I give you seed, mm. where we are going, I want to increase your storage yes. because the amount of seed is where you talk about the, the, the um, planters will yes. overtake the harvesters. Exactly. What do you call them? Exactly, yeah, the sowers. <laughs> the reapers will overtake the sowers. That's what I meant. Yes. The reapers will yes. overtake them. So yeah. because your store has yes. been increased. Yes. Talk about the store and seed. And the store, think of seed as wisdom, insight, yes. knowledge. Okay? Mm -hmm. But talk to, about whoever 
to he whoever has more, more shall be given so what is the happening here mm. the more you you increase what you have the wiser the more you expand the more capacity you have for receiving more seed mm. and even more types of seed so the word of god comes yes you receive it yes because you apply it you apply it your store of that seed you become the store you yes. become your capacity increases exactly and then i talks about and then he enlarges yes. the harvest of your righteousness the yes. harvest of enlarge the harvest of your righteousness exactly please talk about now that. if you increase in seed in wisdom in knowledge in insight in mm -hmm. strategy okay it positions you to be righteous meaning in right standing, standing. with god or the yes. other term we've used before alignment when you're in alignment, the harvest you have is enlarged. Mm. Meaning the more storage of seed you have, the more insights you have, the more you apply, the more accurately you are positioned, mm. the greater your harvest. Mm. We see this with the patriarchs. Yes. Bible says, and because Abraham obeyed God and went where he went, Abraham became very wealthy. So when you talk about the enlarging the harvest of your righteousness, yes. many people think God is talking about righteousness will become now a more righteous person there is no more righteous or less righteous righteous <laughs> is just righteous the righteousness of god in yes Christ you Jesus. can't increase it what he gave you was imputed he gave it to you how do you enlarge it so here is a question yes if somebody comes and says god will increase mm. the harvest of your labor that's a better term or the harvest of your alignment do you notice if you change the because the word righteousness here is what makes yes. people think God is enlarging the harvest, you're becoming more righteous. No, the harvest of your righteousness, the right standing, the minute you stand right in in God, yes. in God, yes, that standing Position. in God, yes, has a harvest. When we tell you align yourself with God, there you go. Your alignment has a harvest. There you go. When God talked to Abraham and told him, go to a land, and Abraham obeyed. And it was imputed to him for righteousness. His obedience, His obedience was the act hmm. of righteousness. And it attracted harvest. Exactly. So when we say you align or you're in the right standing with God, that position called alignment causes material increase yes. in the earth. Yes. Whenever you're in a right standing with God, yep. there's always increase, enlargement around you. Every single time in scripture without fail. Mm -hmm. yes. Whether individual mm. or the nation. Yes. Every time they realigned with God, there was material increase, their harvests came in, mm -hmm. everything expanded in their lives. Yes. Every time they disobeyed God, they diminished. So we are saying that we, we think when we say we are going to God, back to yes. the Father, it's almost like we are going so that we can get more prayers, yes. fasting, mm -hmm. things that are not tangible. Yes. God is telling you, listen, every time I have an encounter with man, this man will change internally. Yes. They will get this, what we are calling their store of seed enlarged and everything with, that comes with it. But there will be an enlargement of his harvest in the earth. Yes. Your life will reflect your internal. In fact, if, if you look at the book of Deuteronomy, which we love, 28, that talks about being blessed. If you check the things that he said in 26 and 27, if you obey this day, mm. many of them were practical activities yes and as they carried them out in every area in health in relationship in sanitation in mm -hmm. economy in mm -hmm. planting everything that's what he said if you obey that 
So when we say right standing mm -hmm. and brings a harvest, when we say obedience brings a harvest, yes. to us, obedience has always been good behavior. Mm. It can't work. Obedience is an action from an instruction. Mm. Obedience is an action from an instruction. Mm. Obedience is not moral uprightness. Hmm. And that obedience yes. will bring material increase. Exactly. Uh, the Bible talks about in Deuteronomy. Yes. If you obey the commandments, the law that I've given you this day. There you go. Then he tells you this will happen. Yes. Everything that will happen, please go back and read. Absolutely. You will always notice whatever will happen is material increase. All of it. Your basket will be full just because you obeyed material. the law of the Lord. The, the, you will never lack. Yes. When you look at that, it talks about you will never lack. You will always increase. You'll Those always around be you will benefit. You will always be the tail and not beneath because of your obedience. So obedience brings material increase. Yes. You said you'll always be the tail and not beneath. Did I just say that? I knew she meant the head. I know you know okay. she meant that too. <laughs> Did I just say you see? <laughs> the tail and not beneath. Okay. So it's okay. You'll be the head and not the tail. Notice yes. everything is material increase. and it is increased notice its expansion in the earth notice it is measurable because that's what you're trying to say in all yes. this now when you talk of seed and bread exactly it's measurable in your life yes. your life changes yes yeah that's how powerful the idea of how you receive the word matters you'll notice that there's a multiplication oh, of the store yes. of seed oh yes which means if there's a multiplication of your store of seed then your harvest is guaranteed mm. Mm. your harvest is great mm. it's so it, great yes so this essentially tells us mm -hmm. that when we come into contact with the word, depending on our expectation, we will receive either seed or bread or both. Seller. Seller. <laughs> because this yes. is where you talk to TCC and say, wait yes. a minute, can we change our expectation? How long have you heard this truth? Now, if you talk of um, seed and bread, yes. please tell the person of the seed, yes. will they be having bread? Listen, he said, to him who gives seed to the sower and bread for food. He didn't say, to him who gives seed to the sower and One. bread to another person. No, no, it's, it's the, the same. same. But the problem is, then, okay, hmm. for us to understand this, let's go a little further and you'll see what we mean by this. See, the problem is that the church has preached, taught, and prayed for bread hmm. Hmm. instead hmm. of seed. In yeah. fact, Jesus himself did not take this kindly. In his own time, it happened. And this will explain how the word every single time remember when we started in isaiah every single time the word comes it brings both seed and bread bread you can decide what attitude to have you can look for bread and be an eater and walk away so the word decide. comes yes in that word you can just decide inside said, every word i only want the bread part. the bread yes and the seed yes. i discard because yes. both come in the same one yes so you're saying here if i take the bread yes. i'm actually discarding the seed Absolutely. not that god didn't give me seed no, he it's me you. who chose not to and, see and guys this is the saddest thing wow this is the mentality if you go into a convention into a conference into a meeting into our live stream it doesn't matter what if when you the part you're waiting for is <laughs> by this day by next week <laughs> God will do this for you and yeah. you shout amen, you're a bread eater. Mm. If you're only looking for that moment of, yes. can you bless us? No. Can you say when exactly. things will happen? Can you say when my rent will yes. be paid? Yes. You're a bread eater. You're a bread eater. But if you're a seed finder, you'll say, amen, thank you for the bread. But you know what? I've just discovered mm. there's a way that will not have this conversation again. I will now take the journey that by this time next year, I have my own bread. So God we is cannot, Now I want new seed. 
to expand my store. So you're saying that when the word comes, God is yes. telling us, my friend, if you take the word as seed yes. and you plant that seed and allow it to go through the process, once it starts producing, yes. that harvest yes. is full of fruit and seed over and fruit and, over and, and over seed. Exactly. And you're out of this place of Father, thank you for rent this yeah. month. Okay, wait. And next Church, week. don't we get tired? You know, there are some conversations if we don't have. We'll be cheating ourselves that life is okay. We are blessed and highly favored. Yes. Stop. If you're blessed and highly favored, you'll be operating on seed. Show forth the favor. Bread. Why? When we talk of bread alone, we are simply saying every month your prayers are the same. And that is why when you come to church, you are okay. Between 1st and 15, 17, 18, 20, you are still okay. From 25th, yeah. the pastor should start talking about rent because my rent is due in a week or something. Why do you want this cycle of just praying for bread and bread? Listen, guys, you know where we should move to? Mm -hmm. Not to where we say we are blessed and highly favored. Yes. We need to play for where people say you guys you are, are blessed and highly favored. Can you imagine because they can you? see it. The <laughs> expression is there. Yes. So it's not a faith statement. Mm -hmm. It's a reality. It's a reality. It's a reality. Yes. Jesus says in, in um, uh, let's see this, John six twenty six. Yep. And you want to see <laughs> when you go for bread only, <laughs> how the word responds to you. Yes. Okay? Jesus answered them and said, now here he's talking to the multitudes, most assuredly I say to you, you seek me not because you saw the signs, but because you ate of the loaves or bread and were filled. Mm -hmm. From that moment, many of his disciples went back and walked with him no more. Then Jesus said to the twelve, Do you also want to leave? Do you also want to go away? Mm -hmm. and, and Simon Peter said, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Now guys, look at this story in context. Let me uh, give you context. Yes. John 6, if you start at the beginning, is the mm -hmm. miracle of the loaves and the bread. The loaves and the fish. Where Jesus feeds the 5,000 5, with the loaves. Okay? So, the, he has fed them, the miracle has been done, powerful. He goes away, follow the story, he moves somewhere else with his disciples, they go across by a boat, I'm paraphrasing for you. They arrive on the other side, the crowds find him. They show up. This time he's not friendly. <laughs> yeah. This time he says something to them. Mm. Most assuredly I say to you, listen, that's a sad thing for Jesus to say mm. to you. Most assuredly, definitely, guaranteed, I say to you, you seek me. Who are you seeking? <laughs> the word. Not because you saw the signs. Not mm. because you interpreted what was behind the miracle. Mm. Not because you understood what I was trying to show you. But because you ate of the loaves and were filled. So did they experience the miracle? Absolutely. Yep. Did they eat the bread? They loved that. But they didn't ask, how does five loaves feed 5,000. Mm. That's what I should be asking. Because if I, f if, if I can go deeper into that miracle, yes. I'll find the seed. I'll find the key. And God is telling you, if only you could have seen behind the signs. Yes. Not because of the signs you saw. You did not even see the seed. You did not even see the miracle that if you get five loaves and two uh, fish, yes. you can live for how long? Your harvest you go. can be increased. There you go. And this is, this is the interesting thing. Let me again going to a, another conversation where Jesus is shocked at the faith of the centurion. Why? 
Because he's going to Jairus' house. What does Jairus want? Mm -hmm. Bread. Heal my Heal child. My child. Mm. What has the centurion said? Send a word. Mm. I've seen behind what causes that action you're going for. Mm. I don't mm. need to physically show up in this place and I don't need you to physically show up in my house. So I've shown you the sign. Yes. The centurion was able to, to see, see the, the sign. sign. Behind. He understood There's it. a sign God is telling. If you can see the signs so that you're able to take the bread. And he says something. You ate of the loaves and yes. were filled. They were full. Listen, as they were getting filled, he knew these guys are here for bread. And Amen. but he's not going to not give you bread. No, you he will, it. but he's telling you, my friend, that's a low life. And so that's a low so, life. And so guys, it is great. Mm -hmm. When we give testimony, please don't misunderstand. Yes. But the power testimonies we need to start giving are the testimonies that track the seed. Mm. Mm. The testimony that, that tracks the seed. The listener will yes. be able to say, wait a minute, it's not the bread here. Yes. Can I go for the seed? Exactly. Because if I can get the seed, yes. this testimony will produce in many people's exactly. lives. Exactly. And that's because why sometimes we get what I call faith accidents. Wow. Let me tell you. Mm. Years ago, I had to ask this question in the prosperity generation and so on. You'd hear somebody say, oh, you know, the Lord told me to do this and I did it and now I got a million. And everybody had this. I gave this much, <laughs> I got a million. They missed the seed. The Lord told me. Mm, obedience. You didn't see the sign. Obedience. You thought it was the amount mm. they sent. Mm. You don't know it was the instruction they got. Mm. So everybody tries to replicate the action and fails. And sometimes our words fail us because yes. sometimes when I'm giving my testimony yes. and I come and say, you know what? The nations are open and God yes. is taking us to the nations. Kenya yeah. is a nation. We are growing people here. The same people we are growing out there or the same uh, one we are giving too. out there. We are giving it into Kenya. And we are saying, Kenya, you are a nation. Your womb is ready to give out. But there's somebody who is hearing the nations. I want to go. Uh, 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 listen, before we go out, we must eat of the fruit of the land where you are yes. so wherever you are listening from that land is open the womb is ready what does that mean that if you place a seed in that womb it yes. will bring forth <laughs> so eat of the fruit of the land where you are yeah. before you go out sometimes so, that's your nation yes that's your state so when point. god says the nations are open yes. there's somebody who is thinking it's about traveling it's not about traveling it's about taking a word and god telling you the word can grow in the north and the same word can give fruit and seed in the east. And just for your thoughts, yeah. when God says the nations are opened, God is not talking geographical. Yes. He's not bound to colonial boundaries. <laughs> He's not following what the British and the Germans and whoever mm, mm. mapped as nations. Yes. God's nations operate in another dynamic. Please explain. <laughs> so that even when we say nations are open, somebody might be thinking we are talking about yes. countries. Yes. Listen, there are many, in scripture, there are many dynamics of nations. One of the dynamics of nations is cultures. Okay? Every tongue, every tribe, every people, every culture, that's a nation. Alright? In the context of nations can also be economy. It's a nation. Alright? It can be a, a, a group, a regional group held by certain common beliefs. Mm. There are so many nations in the earth today that are not bound to any geographical boundary. Mm. So you can be sent to that nation spread across countries. Mm. Say again. 
you can be sent to a nation spread across countries. So you can go yes. you can go to a country yes. to speak to a nation. To a part of that nation. nation. It's a bigger nation. And you can be in a country and the whole nation you're talking to is in the country. Yep. So it's not about largeness or smallness. It's about what commonly holds them together, culturally diverse, their behavior, their economy, their structure, their whatever. So Those for us nations. now, when you're talking about going to the nations, yes. and God is telling us, it's a, this in this season you're talking to the believer in the market space. Yes. The believer could be in countries, it doesn't matter what the different countries, yes. but the nation, this nation in the market exactly. space is the people we are talking to. Yes. So what are we saying? In your nation, uh, in your country, have you identified yourself with the nation? Yes. What are you called to? Okay. That's a topic for another entirely different day. So but let's, that's beautiful. Let's go back so to see them. Why, why were they come? You mm-hmm. came. That means how many of us seek him mm-hmm. for loaves and to eat so that we can be filled? For the moment, for today. For moment. I'm not looking for, I don't even want to multiply because if you think of bread and yes. seed, seed takes time to grow. That's it. But in the process of growth, yes. God has given you loaves, yes. bread, eat. Be filled, but yes. you have seed in the ground. Today we have farmers. Yep. Let's look at you know when you talked about when you started, you talked uh, about nature. Yes. When you look at nature, so that nature can teach us. There you go. No farmer can plant yes. and then and seed hungry. hungry for to, the next to eat, six to months eat at the end of the harvest. Every time, listen, you can only uh, listen Genesis, and he said, "See, I have given you every herb bearing yes. seed." Okay. This is the principle. You can't find seed if there wasn't something it came out of anyway. So the presence of seed, according to the word, means there is bread. In other words, there's no time the word brings only seed. Mm. Listen carefully. There's no single time a true word from God Mm. produces only bread or only seed. No time. Every time the word comes, Mm. it carries both bread and seed. And the wisdom is this. Eat for the journey is long. Yes. Two dynamics. One, eat for eat. the journey. Don't eat to settle. No. Hmm. Eat for strength for the journey. The Bible says the day they entered the land was the season of the harvest. What was God basically saying? Eat the bread but the seed, my friend. <laughs> Plant it. Yes. Because by the time the harvest runs out, the other should be up. Hmm. That's how this journey works. So it's okay to believe God to pay your rent even for two or three months. But those two or three months should be time for the seed to have grown. By the time the third month ends, you now have your own bread. I think what you're trying to say, and maybe somebody, you know sometimes when you're stuck in the issue of uh, uh, arrears of rent, Sometimes you feel offended when somebody says, stop looking for rent only. Look for the seed so that you get out of that situation. Now, we will ask you, who is in whatever situation? Are you in debt? And we are telling you, stop looking for the word just to get you out of debt. Can you imagine a life? Did you hear what I said? Imagine a life where you have no debt and you owe no man but love. That's the principle. That's what I'm telling you to desire. Desire to come out of a place where you're always asking for the now. The now. I have a bill today. I have a bill tomorrow. There's one which is yesterday. Stop. Mm-hmm. Ask yourself, is there a better life in God? Is there a promise of something in God that can bring me into this place where I owe no man but love? 
So, so I want you to, to, listen, to look at this context. This mm-hmm. is Jesus. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, this scripture gave us peace a long time oh, ago. Yes. As sad and as hard mm-hmm. as it is. Because the next verse says, from that time, from the day he made a demand on them to chase after seed, mm-hmm. many of mm-hmm. his disciples went back and walked with him no more. Jesus went back and, and walked the with word. him no more. <laughs> many of his disciples, not just disciples. Remember, we always say that these scriptures were written for us. Yes. To know that there's a word that can come forth that causes you. You see here we are saying those disciples. Yes. yes. That causes you yes. to go back mm. to another place that you came from where you will walk with the word no more. There you go. And you know why? Because the word is making a demand for you to take seed that takes personal responsibility to grow. Now here's a scary you thing. You don't want that. Yeah, here's a scary thing. Yeah. If you go back in this story mm-hmm. and you go back far enough, okay. you'll realize here's the context. Prior to this miracle, Jesus had sent out the 70. How many? 70. And those 70 did signs and wonders. Yes. Okay? Now, we come to a day when the crowd has come. Yes. The crowd that enjoyed the 5,000. So we can say 70 plus 5,000. I'm just playing with numbers here okay. to show you okay. the seriousness of this. Yes. So could we say that there were 5,070 for all we know? Okay? They all eat bread. Everything is fine. So then Jesus comes and now rebukes people for coming for what? Bread for only. This. So not only do the 70 leave, the 5,000 leave, or whoever joined him that day. Maybe there were less. Maybe there were just 100. I don't care. The principle is this. The Bible then says, he then turned to the 12. How many are left? <laughs> many of his disciples. That means his disciples were many. So he's looking at these 12. There's a time Jesus sent out 70. Listen. 70 sent ones. Apostles. Hmm. 70. He ended up with 12. And even the 12, he asked, do you also want to go? But there's something we see in this whole conversation. Yes. The disciples who came for food, those who came for bread. His disciples, not the crowd. And ate and were filled. These disciples, the Bible says, they went back. And walked with them no more. When you say they went back, they went to a place. Of course. Not to somebody. They didn't go to another yeah. Jesus. They went back. To another, to John. They went to a former position. They went to their former position. Yes. A place. Yes. But to the twelve. They asked a question, to whom do there we go. go? The 12, people who are looking for seed, go to a person. Thank you. People who are looking to, for bread, go, go to, to a, a place. place. Always. Go to a place. Always. And why this scripture normally scares me, it tells me this, is that, and, and, and the Bible doesn't just say, and the crowd went away. It says, Disciples. and many, <laughs> and in scripture, many always means more than half. Yeah. Many of his disciples, meaning people who've walked with him up to mm, now, mm. many of his disciples means people who mm-hmm. were part of the miracle, who distributed the bread. It's possible for disciples to walk back yes. because they are rebuked for one thing. Because Stop their limited today has been exposed. Mm, consumer. You are here for consuming. You are walking alongside this grace for your benefit. Mm. It doesn't work that way. Twelve. And then Peter gives a powerful, you have the words of life you so a life 
that he's talking about. Wait, wait, wait. Before we go back to yes. you have the words of life, let's yes. go back to these two people. Yes. Who go to a place and go to a person. Yes. Because that is key. Yeah. When you tell people that when you're looking for seed, you go to the word. Yes. Jesus. You're going to Jesus. They said to whom, not to where. Yes. To whom. Is there anyone else who can provide the kind of life That's that it. you're providing? That's it. Is there another one who can speak and change my life the way you're changing? To whom shall I go? Who else can speak into my situations and change them and give me a new lease of life like you're doing? You so go. when you're looking for the seed, go to the person, go to the word, go to the proceeding word, your instruction. When you're looking for bread, you go place to place. And that is why you say, there's a meeting I will go. There's this person who keeps you're looking for bread. What did you used to call the people who just... Um, spiritual tourists. Tourists, spiritual tourists. You ask yourself, let me ask you, do you ever get tired of hearing a word here? There's a sound just about when it's about to hit you, you go to another place. You don't settle in one place long enough. Now, if and before long, earlier, before long, yeah? you will chase the word of life, mm. listen carefully. Yes, and as long as that word of life is producing bread, you will stay. The day the word of life now says, "Let's move beyond bread and go to seed," and go to seed, you will return to that place. Mm. You go back. So you find yourself back in those circles again mm. because you went back to the place, not to the person, not to the person. TCC, there's a difference between place, and I hope nobody comes to TCC as a place, yes. a place I'm looking for. Bread. I think anyone who's been looking for bread is frustrated enough because we keep sending you back. You to know why? You know why you get one. you get frustrated yeah? because bread is short term. It's an mm. event. Yeah. So maybe the first time you came, bread happened. Now you're looking for more bread. That's not what happens here. You here you get bread. Bread strengthens you long enough hmm. for the seed to for grow. the seed to grow. Yeah. So that you can now be a producer of bread. Is that not what we talk about when we say barley? Yes. Wheat. And you wine. Go. You cannot get to wine with bread. It is seed that takes you there. You can't get to wheat with bread. It is seed that takes you there. No. This is a journey where you have to say, listen, I'm willing to go. But as you're going, God is providing seed yes. and bread. You will never lack. There you go. So, But if you're looking for bread alone, when it runs out, my friend, you have to start crying out again. There you go. When you have seed, I think what many people don't believe is that when you have seed, it might take time to grow, but once it grows... Listen, once a seed grows, mm. it gives you fruit. That fruit has seed in it. Plant. Multiplying your store of seed. Plant. It just keeps growing and it keeps growing. And but let me tell you, eating. and this is the thing, maybe yeah. that's why sometimes maybe somebody finally understood. That why do we always sound confusing? Whenever we say, what instruction do you have? <laughs> what instruction? Because we're talking about seed, mm. but you're asking, no, I'm trying to look for bread, so I'm waiting for God to show me where the bread is. No, that won't be an instruction. Mm. That's a miracle. Okay, wait. <laughs> There's somebody sitting waiting for? Bread. bread. God, give God me show a me where the, Yeah, God won't show you where bread is. He'll give you bread. And he'll give <laughs> it in the word you're hearing. Yes. So if your eyes are sharp, you will see bread and seed. That's it. If your eyes are dull, you'll see the bread yes. and miss the seed. That's it. And the worst, I think, the sad point mm. is that every time you take bread alone, yes. you discard the exactly. seed. Exactly. You discard the seed. And you see, this is the principle. What does Peter say? You have the words of, of life. life. Some yeah. versions say eternal life. life. Now, please understand, if Jesus has the words of life and is standing there, where is the life being lived? Mm. Mm. He didn't say you have the words of eternity. He says you have the words of 
life. Jesus said, man shall not live. Mm. So Peter has worked out that when we get this word from you, yes. we will be able, that's what Jesus would say, if you believe in me, you shall do greater works. Where? Here. Here. That's what Peter has seen. I've seen this. You have the words of life. And this life is here. Meaning, when you say you have the words of life, yes. you're causing my life to yes. increase. You have <laughs> Listen, the words that increase my life. Let's try again. Okay. English. Okay. Where is life lived? In the earth. You don't live life in heaven. In the earth. That one, you're, you're, you're God. You're dead. You're with God. You're not living a life anymore. A life has a span on it. Mm. In the earth. So he says you have words of life. You have words of how to operate. Where? In the earth. That's why he says my word is like rain. And where does the word rain come? Into the earth. So the word comes where? Into our realm. <laughs> Even in the Old Testament, did you hear something very strange? The prophets would say, and the word of the Lord came to Elijah. And then Elijah comes up with a strategy. Mm. The word of the Lord is not an encouraging word. Mm. The word of the Lord is not some comfort, it shall be well. The word of the Lord is strategy. Mm. What needs to be done next? How Whenever, should life be lived? When we say God kind of life in the earth, yes. we don't mean a holy life and a righteous, you know those things that you cannot touch. God kind of life is where God tells you, with God, there's increase. Look at the life of Jesus. When he yes. met, a, met a blind man, he opened the eyes. That's it. He met a hungry crowd. He multiplied bread. That's when it. he does, The life that changes the life of people. Yes. So when we say God kind of life, it's the life that when it hits you, see the word I'm using, when it hits you, your life just changes. And what do you see when you yes. know that God's life has hit you? Yeah. Increase and expansion. <laughs> then, as you do that, yes. internally, there is a desire to be aligned with God. Externally, increase and expansion. And sometimes, the increase and expansion cannot be explained. Listen. You can't explain two fish and five The Bible is notes. clear. Yeah? The Bible itself says, Paul says, I may plant, Apollo may water, water. but God brings the increase. Yes. No farmer, <laughs> no scientist, no one can explain why when seed enters the earth and is watered, hmm. it expands and it multiplies. Eh. That is in God's realm. Yes. No one will ever change it. Can only so there's some, ex there's some expansion in our lives. Don't try to explain. You only ex you That's why we only it. say it's God. Yeah, yeah. I can plant, I can water, but the increase is from God. That's it. So when we say he, you have the words of life, your words, when they come and hit life, yes. they change life and expand it. So, That's what we are yes, looking for. Yeah. So what do you mean by word of life? And yeah. it's good some examples you gave earlier. And I want to bring it to you like a screenshot. Whenever you see a miracle, it's a screenshot of how life should mm. look in the earth. Powerful. Simple. So when a blind eye is open, God is saying, in my kind of life, there's no blind. Mm. Mm. Everybody sees. That's how we should be living. When in the somebody earth. is healed, it means in my kind of mm. life, mm. everybody should be well. Yeah. In my kind of life, there is increase. So those are the signs. Please understand, miracles yeah. are signs. They're not outcomes. So if you They're can signs. see behind the sign, yes. the seed where you're being told, in my, in my realm, yeah. this does not happen. Yeah, yeah. So can you take that kind of life, God kind of life, into your realm? You have the words of life. That's it. The words that causes life to be worth living. That's it. Your word causes my life to expand. Your word causes my life to change. That's you it. have the word of life. And that's yes. what we're looking for. That's it. And that's what we're looking for. It's just... A signpost I love that. to kingdom life. Okay, say, 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 say that again. <laughs> a miracle is, is just a signpost 
pointing you to kingdom life. That's a good one to tweet. <laughs> we need to see the signs. We don't come to the word of God for bread alone. We come here to say, listen, Lord, you have a word that can change my life. I think for us that's such a reality that when you sit that's and say, okay, wait. Is it so hard for us to sit and say, okay, God, give me one word that changes my life. And when it changes my life, my life will flow into others. That's it. That's why we say that it's not about me, bread and bread and bread and mm -mm. seed. You cannot eat all the harvest alone. When it comes to seed, you yep. become, your life becomes about That's others. That's it. Your closing thoughts? My closing thoughts is this. Even this word yes. has come with seed oh, yes. and bread. You can choose to eat the bread and hope for bread again tomorrow and live crisis by crisis. Or you can choose the seed and the bread. So we're not giving you either or. We're giving you both. Enjoy the bread. Mm -hmm. But while mm -hmm. you're eating the bread, think like Elijah. Eat oh. for the journey is long. So that by the time you're moving to the next point, yes. you're carrying enough to be able to reproduce after your own kind. Mm. And that is what we say, that when the word of God comes, let's not be casual with it. Don't get used to the word. Yeah. Don't become casual. Don't live there sitting and saying, oh God, another day I listen. It is nice. It is, it is tickling my ears. Yeah. No, this can change your life. We invite you to a meeting on the 14th of October and the details are as follows. Hello and welcome to Business Unusual. In this season we call the Kingdom Business Reformation. I'd like to invite you to our open meeting where we'll discuss two very interesting pathways that could be existing even in your own world right now that we need to create a clear distinction between. The one place is called the Christian in the marketplace. The other place is called the kingdom citizen in the market space. Now these two dynamics may sound the same, they're not. And they're, in a, in, a, in a nutshell, they are informed by two different paradigms, two different ways of thinking. And those two dimensions of thinking will determine whether the kingdom of God has an impact in the earth or not. The Christian in the marketplace, on average, is somebody who's surviving, barely holding out, always hoping for a miracle, for a divine intervention, for something to change. In fact, they're almost holding on as long as they can and eventually many times end up exiting and saying, I'm going to full-time ministry. Because that space is hostile, they are not designed to operate in it, the most they think they can do is survive it. But when we talk about the kingdom citizen in the market space, they are the divine intervention. They are the change you're looking for. They are the journey process that functions. And if we understand that, then we'll understand the actual movement of kingdom economy and what we talk about in terms of kingdom impact. So we need to be clear in which of these two dynamics are you operating from. What informs you? And we'll be discussing a core fundamental problem in the thinking processes of the Christian in the marketplace that makes them ineffective in the very space they are in. So they always have to run back into a space called church and then go out there and weather the storms. But when we talk about the kingdom business person in the market space, this person can thrive, function, grow, impact, make change. And there are certain keys, tools and principles that determine how you function in both. So please join us and ask someone to come with you. This could be life changing. It's been there since the foundation of the world. 
reshaping man's thoughts and ideas of life and redirecting man's pursuit in life to fit its agenda. It's a matter of these guys working through men endlessly using every way to hinder the advancement of the kingdom of God. It's Mammon, the spirit behind money. Charles and Susan Opio in their book Unmasking Mammon help their readers unmask this deadly spirit and embark on a journey back to the Father. Unmasking Mammon is a must read. Now available on Amazon and on order at cyruscom254 at gmail.com for physical copies. Grab your copy today and start off your journey to overcoming the spirit of mammon. Unmasking Mammon by Charles and Susan Opio. Keep it kingdom, keep it pure.